Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is now 810 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do on a Sunday night is be here with you. And so thank you for sticking and staying. As we start looking at some of the stories that have been coming out this weekend, um, I'm not surprised by this one. It's called, the, the title is Disney Gets a Big Win in Battle with DeSantis. I am not at all surprised at that. The article says Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made Walt Disney his proxy for every company that embraces diversity and pushes what he calls woke values. Starbucks and Target, however, while they clearly support values DeSantis does not agree with, did not specifically call out the governor. Former Walt Disney CEO Bob Chappick did exactly that, publicly taking a stand against DeSantis' so-called don't-say-gay legislation, and which, by the way, Disney just had their big gay celebration. And, um, you know, I didn't read anything that was wrong or bad with it, but the bottom is that Disney is kind of winning this battle. It says here the Mouse House... Love that name. The Mouse House seems to have beaten the right-wing governor at his own game. Really? Okay. Then he goes on to say, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis made Walt Disney his proxy for every company that embraces diversity and pushes what he calls woke values. Now, I don't know. You read this sort of thing and you think, how in the world are we still talking about this, right? Because that's a political marketing decision that seems pretty flawed because the presidential candidate could have made Starbucks, Target, or lots of other companies his target rather than going after the company that drives billions of dollars in tourism. Let me say that again. Drives billions of dollars in tourism to the state of Florida. I I will never understand why a fight like this would even start, considering Disney is the gigantic, the obvious gigantic winner in this fight. Seriously. I mean, what what are you going to do? You're going to tear down the whole thing? What are you going to do? I used to sing at Disney World. I used to go there every year, right, for two days to sing for a corporation that I loved. And I am telling you, it has always been powerful. They have their own water system, their own food system, the way they they, uh, raise the food. Let me tell you something. There's no way they're going to get rid of Disney. I think the children would fight. (laughs) I think the families would fight. I think the country would fight. I think it's so ridiculous. Yet we we don't get an understanding or we don't know enough. We don't know enough to really understand what it means to say that this company drives billions of dollars in tourism to this state. So why would a governor of a state 
the state of Florida decide that, yeah, you know, we're still going to go after them. We're going to go after them because we don't like what they do and it's just not what we believe in. So we're just going to go after them. How do you do that? How do you hurt the families, hurt the children? Why? Why would you want to do it? And the phones are open. If you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. Tell me why you think it's so imperative. It's so important for DeSantis to go after Disney. Why Disney? I, I, don't, I don't understand. If you understand it, let me know because I sure don't understand it. We can talk about all types of organizations and companies that are doing bang-up business. But come on. I, I just don't, I don't get it. CEO Bob Chappick, he was the previous one, did exactly that. He, he just, he doesn't want anyone, DeSantis doesn't want anyone to say the word gay. I, how is that going to fix anything? Tell us how. How is it going to fix? 651-461-9226 if you'd like to join the conversation. 651-461-9226. This argument has been going on for a while. And it's still going on. This is an article from yesterday. I do not understand why we are still having to talk about it. And we have to talk about it. We do. And we can sit back every day and just say to ourselves, oh, that's their business. It has nothing to do with us in Minnesota. It does. This is how the worst of the days start when one state is doing something so ridiculous that's going to hurt so many people. Do we just sit back and go, well, that's Florida? No, we're part of each other. There are people that live here in Minnesota who go to Florida to vacate, right? To just get out, get away. Maybe they have another home there. So we're just going to make decisions now. We're just going to go, oh, yeah, just, you know, just go after Disney. Just knock them down, knock them down. We don't need them. Really? Do you know how many people work for Disney? 651-461-9226 if you want to join this conversation. I've never talked about this on on air. This is my first time mentioning DeSantis on air, if I'm not mistaken. I have a hard time with this because we are talking about families. We already say, uh, especially Republicans, you love to say it's about families, you know. It's about families. Well, this one is about families, yet nothing seems to be working. DeSantis just keeps going after Disney. Why? Why, sir? Why are you going after Disney? Why specifically Disney's? There's Universal Studios, right? Universal Studios got all the rides. They got all the stuff that they can't even, they're not even close to Disney World. But come on. There are other places there that you can go and see all types of things. But why go after Disney? I just don't understand it. And when I was singing for Disney, you know, I came very close to being asked to work with the business department and say, hey, just come down and have a condo here and stay and and perform. I would have loved it. I would have loved it. It was very special for me. And I'm still trying to get a chance to take my grandbabies with their parents and my son to have all of us join them at Disneyland in Los Angeles. Still trying. 
But Disney World, I don't understand it. I, I think Florida has so many flaws and has so many challenges that you would want to be friends with Disney World. I mean, put some ears on and think about it. Put some Mickey Mouse ears on. Think about it. It's not over yet. And I need to talk about it until it's over. It ought to be over already. It ought to be over. So I don't quite understand it. I will never understand it. But if that's where he lays and stays and thinks that it's okay, okay. But I do want to say this. The other CEO is gone. Bob Iger came back. Now, if you guys remember, Disney was the stuff under Bob Iger. So when I first heard about him coming back, he is now the current CEO. And he has not had to comment on specific issues, but he has made it clear that Disney could choose to spend some of the $17 billion earmarked for Florida development in other places. Move the money around. Take it out of Florida. Why not? Why would we do that? Why would anybody do that? It's very frustrating to me because you're hurting families. Now, my three grandchildren, man, they want to go so bad. Even if it's Disneyland versus Disney World, either one will do. Either one. So then what's next? If you go after Disney World, what's next? Disneyland? What's next after that? From one country to another country to another country where they all exist? That's what I'm saying. And yes, I am frustrated by it because I worked there. I had the opportunity to use my gift there. And it was so much fun and just wonderful. And the families that were there to watch all of it, to see those of us that, that sung, there were those that danced, and sometimes the corporate execs, the leadership, the whole leadership team would dress up in these crazy Disney outfits. It was a blast, and it was very special. And even my children came one year, and they absolutely loved it all. So why? Why now? Why is it important now? Everyone keeps telling me that DeSantis is brilliant. That's what they keep telling me. DeSantis is brilliant. He's such a smart man. But one thing I've learned over the years is that some people that are really, really super smart are not as smart as you think, not when it comes to the regular things, just everyday things, you know, actually having compassion for others. <laughs> How about that? How about thinking about the families? I don't understand it. So if you, if you understand it, help me understand, because I don't get it. It's going to hurt Florida. There's no doubt about it. It's going to hurt Florida. Why? I'm just a simple woman who really cares. And this one hurts, that it just keeps going. Why hasn't it ended? Why hasn't it just stopped and said, okay, let's start all over. Let's negotiate something completely different. Let's just, just do this all over again. But no, it's still going on. Breaks my heart because the families don't deserve it. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. And this whole thing about don't say gay. You know, gay has been around a long time. <laughs> if you don't know, this is not new. Okay, people being gay has been around for centuries. You can go back 2,000 years into some of these books, especially from Asian Asia. Look at some of those books and read, and you'll see what I mean. It's ridiculous 
to not say the word. It's just ridiculous. What other words should you take out? I got a few. Can't say them on the radio. But there are some other words we need to get rid of, too. Not not the children, please. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, host, Geraldine Steele. My goodness, it's a lot in the news, and some of it is just sad. Just I started reading about the, the track star, Tori Bowie, who died in childbirth, and I teared up immediately. Um, it's such a sad story. And I know many of you have heard a lot about it, uh, the autopsy list, autopsy list respiratory distress and eclampsia as possible complications. And when I was reading this, I just kept saying to myself, how could this have happened? How could this have happened? If we don't pay attention to those we live near, right, right next door or across the way, if we don't really pay attention, we could lose a lot of people. I know during the pandemic that was a, a real thing to talk about, that there were many people who did not have the friends or the neighbors that would see about them, right? Yet we know that we should. We know that we should. But how would you know someone like this superstar, Tori, how would you know that she was going through what she was going through? You don't know. I keep saying to myself, you know, her death was confirmed by the USA Track and Field on May 3rd, and you start thinking about that. This young woman who I'm, I'm sure she was probably just thrilled about having this beautiful baby, and now she's gone, right? It's really hard to think about it. 
but many studies have shown a greater risk of preeclampsia among black women in the United States. One of Bowie's Olympic teammates, Allison Felix, underwent an emergency C-section because of severe preeclampsia. I don't even know what that is, Jonathan. I don't know what eclampsia is. But now it's in the news and people are talking about it. Give me a second to look that up. I appreciate it. Right? And one of Bowie's um, Olympic teammates, Allison Felix, underwent an emergency C-section because of severe preeclampsia, as you heard me read a moment ago. She was discovered by deputies. Sheriffs actually in Orange County, Florida, conducted a wellness check on Bowie on May 2nd after she had not been seen or heard from in several days. And that, that really brought me to tears. There was no one. There was no one there. I often think about those little things you put around your neck. What are they called? Um, when they say, you know, I can't get up. What oh, the life that? alert life type, alert, of, type right, of deals, yes. Right, um, And I don't – you never hear about that. You don't see those commercials anymore. I've I've seen them, but they, they're not near as – in the in in the mainstream as they used to be, they used to be all over the place, and you don't see them a lot anymore. But I have seen them recently. Well, I tell you, this is a hard one. This is really a hard one because I keep thinking to myself, what could have what could have been done that would have saved her life and the baby's life? By the way, I do have the definitions uh, of those two eclampsia eclampsia and preeclampsia. This is from the Cleveland Clinic. Let's hear it. So preeclampsia is a disorder of pregnancy in which a person who's pregnant has high blood pressure and protein in their urine. Mm. Eclampsia is when a person with preeclampsia develops seizures or convulsions during pregnancy. Seizures are episodes of shaking, confusion, disorientation caused by abnormal brain activity. Eclampsia usually typically occurs after the 20th week of pregnancy. It's rare and affects less than 3% of people with preeclampsia. Less than 3%. This one broke my heart. It really did. You know, they, um, they, they called her like the world's fastest woman. Uh, yes, I believe at one point she was the world fa- world's fastest woman wow. uh, during, their, during her heyday back five to ten years, you know, when she was in the Olympics, when she was on the Olympic team. Amazing. In her final years, she turned inward. In the past few years, Boy, who was always private, turned more inward and lost touch with many of the coaches who were part of her journey to the top of the sport. She even backed away from her dear friend, Kimberly Holland, who said the day of the funeral, but she was always found her way back because of the bond that they had. She had been excited about the pregnancy, Holland said. The two talked on the phone a few weeks before she died. It was one of the best conversations we've had in a long time, Holland said over the phone. We just giggled like schoolgirls. We laughed so hard my stomach was hurting. Bowie agreed to go to Atlanta where Holland lives with the baby. They were both so excited. Just hearing the joy It was the last time they spoke, and she left us. If that didn't move you in some way, I suggest you look in the mirror and try to ask the question and answer the question of why. Why did that not touch me? It sure touched me. (sighs) 
I don't know. So much is happening in our world. And people are starting to ask the question, when is Jesus coming back? I'm not kidding you. There are people that actually say, we might as well give up and ask Jesus to come. That is remarkable. Is it that bad, Jonathan? Is it that bad? I I say what I say is I don't talk about the second coming. I just said the asteroids are on their way. They're on the way to just run into the planet and just, you know, take us out. One by one. Speak for yourself. What about all the children that are being born? Give them a chance. The asteroids are coming. Give the children a chance. The meteorites. The children are are going to save the world. Give them a chance to do it. Mm. You want to destroy everything? We had a good run. Oh, come on, Jonathan. I don't know why people say things like that. Why do you say that? You really want that to happen? I don't really want it to happen. I say it. I say it 75, 80% joking, but uh, there's, a, there's a part of me that's just, we've gone beyond reproach. We're, we, we, there's a part of me that thinks that we have gone beyond the pale, and there's, there's no turning back. We've jumped the shark. We're like Fonzie. We have jumped the shark, and there's no saving the show. Ooh, thank goodness I don't cuss. Because <laughs> seriously... No, we're going to just take a break so I can handle this, and we'll be back in a moment. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It is what I love to do is be with you on a Sunday night. And my guest now is Mary Terrace, founder and CEO of Strive Publishing. What is Strive? Well, let's find out. Hey, Mary, welcome to CCO. Hi, thank you for having me. I so appreciate you joining us. Now, as we celebrate Juneteenth tomorrow, your new bookstore in downtown Minneapolis is giving us a reminder that some of the greatest power of freedom lies in access to knowledge and education. Amen. Please put it on a billboard, right? And, of course, Strive Bookstore is the latest achievement of the Strive Publishing Company. How long has the Strive Publishing Company um, been around? Uh, We've been around since 2018. We launched our company with a huge gala at the um, James J. Hill Historic Library on October. No, it was August 16th. 2018. Mm-hmm. Wow. What does it feel like for you knowing that this is steady now? This is happening. This is, has happened. <laughs> it feels amazing because it's more like um, uh, kind of bridging gaps 
as we grow with Strive Publishing, uh, I never dreamed of having a bookstore. And then we got invited to do a mini bookstore in the sister co-op a couple years ago through the downtown um, council chameleon shops. And that was a lot of fun. It still is. It's still there. But then when we got invited to open a full independent bookstore at, in the historic young Quinlan building, there was no way I could say no. <laughs> Wow, I'm so glad you didn't say no. Um, here's the thing. You you grew up in North Minneapolis, and as you know, as a um, a child of North Minneapolis, we don't have a lot of mm-hmm. libraries. We don't have a lot of bookstores necessarily. But are right. we getting more? Are you seeing more? I'm seeing more because I'm in the business, you right. know, and I just I recall growing up in North Minneapolis and just not having an awareness of things. And even as a young adult and into my 30s and 40s, I didn't know that Minneapolis was such a center for uh, literary events and literary centers, really. And um, there is a history of black bookstores in the Twin Cities that some of us never were made aware of. So I, I really appreciate being elevated on, uh, you know, through interviews and such so that people can see that literature includes black literature and we just have the perfect opportunity to connect across cultures through having an independent bookstore. Yeah, independent bookstores, we have had challenges over the last two decades. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of times they don't make it. Why is that? Right. Hmm. Why is that? I think for I think the margins is hard to stay in business when the margins are so low in terms of uh, book selling. Um, it's usually like a forty percent margin, and um, it's hard to keep inventory that way. So we're starting out with kind of a low inventory, but we had to start somewhere. But we have faith that we can build and grow and find our staying power. I loved reading about Strive Bookstore. One of the things that really touched me, it says, it means all of a sudden someone can walk into a bookstore and take a journey throughout black history, which is American history, and fill in the gaps that may be missing from their own education. Now, uh, Mm -hmm. Artika Tyner is the one who said that, who grew up in St. Paul's historic Rondo neighborhood. Um, And it's really remarkable when we finally see ourselves, you walk up to a bookstore and you see all of these black books in the window, Right you know, by these black authors, you get excited. I know my daughter who lived in Philadelphia, then she lived in Boston and other places. And she Mm -hmm. is like a book fiend. She just loves it. She loves it so much. (laughs) And my grandchildren do too, you know, reading to them. It's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yet we are still um, leaving such uh, some learners behind. We are, we are leaving them behind. Is that because Mm -hmm. we don't pay close attention or we're not involved in these new bookstores? I think it's uh, it's hard to it's really hard to um, understand a system that it doesn't the black story and I'm so sorry. Um, I can't hear you. It's like I'm losing you. Can you hear me? Oh yes, I can hear you. Oh good. All of a sudden, you went away. All of a sudden, oh, sorry away. about that. All right, just tell us a little saying, bit of what you were saying. Yes. Yes, I was just saying that um, in the education system. Yes. I I really believe you know from years of teaching that our children 
when you think about the the um the test scores in reading and our children being behind in reading i I don't think it's a lack of um book smarts I think it's a lack of uh being represented in books. you know a lot of our children don't like to read, and it's because why would they if they always get more of the same and nothing includes them you know right. so I think our schools need to do a much better job of having diverse books in the classroom as well as the libraries. I don't understand why they fight that. Some some schools really fight that. They don't want those books in. And, of course, you've heard from uh, various groups that say, you know, we don't want that book. We want to get rid of that book. Uh, it's just right. it's so ridiculous right now. And I don't know how right. to fix it. As you start with not just the publishing but also the bookstore, how do you, mm-hmm. where do you put these books where you know some people will walk in and go, no, 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 we don't want that book and you should get rid of that. How do you respond to that? Well, um, I haven't had to respond to that, thankfully, but now that I think of it, you know, it's um, a matter of being accepting and open-minded. You know, one of our, one of our taglines is open books, open minds, and Really, we need to be open to everyone's story. I happen to, you know, elevate the black story because that's my experience. But I'm learning other experiences as well. And I think that anybody who walks into a bookstore should keep an open mind and be open to learning about um, other cultures and and other um, ethnicities. And like Dr. Artika Tyner Tyner, um, stated in that quote that you brought up, Um, American history includes our history. Our history is American history. And when that's left out, uh, we have a society of folks who just, um, I hate to say, are ignorant of, you know, our history. Yeah, but why is it ignorance now? Because they've taken a lot of those books out of uh, public schools. Um, I'm not talking about private schools, but public schools. And right. I think the students deserve to be able to face that with their parents and say, yes, I want to read that book. I don't know why it's happening today, but if you take the the information, the education away from the children, if you take away reading mm-hmm. from the children, we lose right. a ton. The whole right. country loses a lot. So then well, how do yeah, you absolutely. make sure that your bookstore – is is going to thrive. Did you have complete faith when you decided to to do a bookstore? I did, and I do have complete faith because I feel like it it came about because that's what um, our community wants and needs. You know, there hasn't been a bookstore in downtown Minneapolis for many years. Um, And then when you talk about uh, the children not getting the books to learn their history. I think as parents, you know, we can't change the system overnight, although a lot of us are working on it. But as parents, we can bring our children to independent bookstores where um, we are free to have those titles that uh, get banned in schools. Yeah, and at the same time, I'm so worried about the changes that are happening behind the parents, um, behind their eyes. You know, they don't even know some of these books and how important they are. Um, do right. you go around to some of the schools or some of the libraries to say, hey, we offer these books if you'd like to buy a few for this you know, library? I don't know how that process works. But I'm just curious to know right. if you're concerned about it. Oh, absolutely. And I've been working for years as well as other um, black publishers like Dr. Artika Tyner and um, the Wise Inc. Creative. I mean, there are a lot of independent black publishers 
who are trying to get into the schools. Um, I think about um, the Papa Lemon books. Uh, Oh, you have the Papa Lemon books. Yes, we have the Papa Lemon books, and um, they do a good job of getting into schools. They're they're historical fiction books, but they're educational. Right. So um, some schools just want to stick with the, um, you know, whatever contracts they have in terms of how they order books. It's just easier, but it takes a one-on-one conversation to encourage a school librarian or um, someone higher up in the school to take a different path, you know, and uh, purchase books from independent publishers. So now you are a publisher, you have a bookstore, and you always dreamed of being a teacher. Did you ever make that? Did you make it to a teacher? I did. I I started teaching when I was 40, and I taught for 16 years. Wow. It was the greatest challenge of my life (laughs) to get to that, to, to reach that dream. You know, I didn't... See, I was never encouraged to be anything, really, let alone a teacher when I was coming up in North Minneapolis. So um, I kind of always kept that dream to myself. But when I finally had an opportunity to attend um, Augsburg Weekend College back right. in the 90s, right? Yeah, it, t- it took me eight years because I still had to work full time while going to weekend college and raising three kids. But I was determined, you know, I had that opportunity and I was determined to get my teaching degree. (laughs) So, I mean, it was an experience because when I finally started teaching at the age of 40, I could not believe there still were not books in the classrooms that represented our children. Wow. Incredible. I just think it's incredible. So now my final question, are you going to write your Uh memoirs? Uh People ask me that all the time. I'm not a writer. I'm a book lover. I love to read, but I'm not a writer. I'm happy to talk about my story anytime, but I don't think I'll ever write a book or a memoir. <laughs> Is that because you think people are not interested? Um, well, yeah, when you know a little bit about the um, book publishing industry, people are really not interested in our memoirs, which is why I went out of the way to make sure I could publish a memoir by a black woman from our community. And um, I hope you all have a chance to read it. It's called Blend In or Fade Out, and the author is Comis Hendon. She grew up in South Minneapolis. I feel like, you know, when I have more resources, I do want to publish more of our stories, more memoir, more memoir, memoirs, excuse me, mm-hmm. because like just reading her story, brought me joy because I could relate to it, you know, Right. and it's not often you can read a memoir and truly relate to it. You know, my granddaughter is, is 10 years old, almost 11. And I am, mm-hmm. it's remarkable. She reads books that are thick, 300, 400 pages. She reads the whole book Wow. and she talks about it with her mom and, and her siblings, you know, even though the siblings might not understand it, it's really quite remarkable. <laughs> and if we take away books from children, mm-hmm. uh, I don't mm-hmm. believe that our country would ever survive it. I don't think we could ever be great um, because of it. Because books are so important and, and, and some parents right. don't care or some parents think, oh, that's not necessary. I'll give them a magazine. Okay, you want them mm-hmm. to read the magazine, but please pick up some books as well, especially right. those that tell our history. Absolutely. You know, books are the tools that inform society. There you go. Well said. 
What a pleasure to have you on tonight. I do hope that I will get a chance to stop through very soon. Not like later, yes. later, but very, very soon. It has been a, okay. a, a joy just talking to you, Terry. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And oh, give us the address. Give us now. the address very quickly of, of where okay, you are, the so bookstore. The new, yes, the New Strive Bookstore is, the address is 901 Nicollet Avenue. It's right on the Nicollet Mall across from Target in oh. Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis. 901 Nicollet. Yep. Okay, I got to stop in and see you. I'm coming with some money. Okay. I got to come with a credit card uh, or something. Be- <laughs> I'll be looking for you. (laughs) All right. Take care. And thank you for doing what you are doing. It matters. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. All right. We're going to take a break, everyone. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back, everyone. Got a smile so bright. Yeah. Come on, Jonathan. Dance with me, darling. Dance with me. He'll never do it, y'all. He'll never do it. I don't even think he likes me, but I'm just kidding. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I'm your host, Gerilyn Steele. It is what I love to do is be here with you on a Sunday night, and that is for real. We can't do this without you, so thank you for sticking and staying with us. I am so excited that I had a chance to talk to the woman who opened up this brand-new bookstore. Now, she already has the publishing um, called Strive Publishing, but she opened up this bookstore, and I wanted to give you the address of where she is located. It is 901 Nicollet. You might have heard it if you were listening to... um, to her, to her interview, and I am just blown away at the locations of bookstores and ours, like the IDS Center, um, the Sister Co-op, uh, which is on 880 South, 80, let me get it right, 80 South 8th Street in Minneapolis. Also, Monday through Friday, the bookstore hours are 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, first and third Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., so they have a truncated truncated um, time for that Saturday. So go check it out. Help them support. I sure will be there. We'll be back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.